welcome to the Pennsylvania Chamber's All Business Podcast, featuring the perspectives and unique insights of the Commonwealth's most dynamic executives, entrepreneurs, and leaders. My name is Rick Moran, Director of Marketing for the PA Chamber. And this is Bill Miller, Senior Member Executive with the PA Chamber. Hi, I'm Kevin Sunday, Director of Government Affairs for the PA Chamber. 2022 was an exciting year for Pennsylvania business, with Governor Wolf signing historic tax reform into law and a number of new projects announced in the state. As we look to turn the page into 2023 and build on this momentum with a new governor and many new faces in the legislature, we had a great conversation with Dennis Davin on how to make Pennsylvania an even better place to live and grow a business. Dennis is a senior vice president of JLL, a leading commercial real estate developer, and for seven years prior served as secretary for Pennsylvania's Economic Development Agency. We enjoyed this discussion and we hope you do as well. So with no further ado, here's our conversation today with Dennis Davin. We're here today talking with Dennis Davin of JLL and Kevin Sunday, uh, Director of Government Affairs at the Pennsylvania Chamber. Uh, JLL is one of our great chamber members, and Dennis is uh, no um, stranger to uh, what we're doing across the Commonwealth, having recently served for seven years as the Secretary of DCED. So we're just real excited to have you here with us today, Dennis. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. And uh, first of all, you know, I had a had a great long relationship uh, since I was in uh, Harrisburg with the uh, Pennsylvania Chamber. You guys do such a great job, uh, and uh, obviously your members, uh, your member organization, and, and the members. We've had opportunities to do a number of different events with uh, with you guys, and really appreciated all the things that uh, we've been able to work uh, on with with you. Um, you know, I, I, I'm working with uh, Jones Lang LaSalle, JLL, uh, and, uh, you know, we are uh, the second largest commercial real estate company in the world. Uh, some would say the largest commercial real estate company in the world, but those are the brokers. And you know how brokers talk. Sometimes they exaggerate a little bit. <laughs> so we are, we are, we're, we're all over the world. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have uh, a, a number of different uh, things that, that JLL does. Obviously, the brokerage uh, tenant represent, representation, and then um, uh, also uh, owner owners rep. Uh, but there's valuation, there is uh, financing, there is just a number of different things that JLL uh, does uh, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you know, and and here in Pittsburgh, we have a fairly significant office. We have about 500 plus uh, folks that work uh, out of our office here in Pittsburgh. Wow, that's that's larger than I realized. You know, you you've you know, in addition to your time at DCED uh, in the Wolf administration, you also spent 11 years as the economic development director for Allegheny County. So you've got this incredible broad experience of what it takes to get a business to expand and to get a business to decide to come into an area, whether it's Western Pennsylvania or anywhere in the Commonwealth. So with this background, what what made JLL attractive to you for this next step in your career? Yeah, good question, Bill. I I think one of the things that I really appreciated about JLL is that uh, the scope of what they do, they're involved in every step of uh, obviously, you know, brokerage, the brokerage process, but also development, uh, uh, acquisitions, um, uh, sales of, of, of properties. Uh, certainly here in Pennsylvania or in uh, Pittsburgh, uh, but again, all around, not only the state, the country, but but really the world. 
So, you know, I, I felt for, for me, this was a great opportunity to get involved with an organization that was really, you know, kind of on top of the game, uh, on top of their game and, and does a variety of different things related to uh, commercial real estate uh, and development, uh, you know, from, from soup to nuts. So uh, it's really a great place. Uh, you know, really happy that I landed here. Excellent. Well, we're, we're happy for you. Uh, it's a great firm and you have a lot of exciting projects in the works. Uh, I'm just curious as you survey the state and even the states around it, because certainly what happens in New York matters for Northeast Pennsylvania, what happens in Baltimore matters for Southern Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, we, we get a little parochial sometimes in the state and forget there's a whole world going on around us, but uh, that geographic proximity is a, is a key selling point. So within our state, which, which regions are doing well um, and, and which ones do we need to do a little bit better on? How would you score the state's uh, mix right now? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good question, uh, Kevin. And and again, I've uh, with my last position as, as Secretary of Community and Economic Development, I've, I've been all around uh, the state, all the all the various regions, and they're they're really it's kind of hard to answer uh, that question without saying that you know all the regions of the state have their have their strengths and 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 their weaknesses. Certainly, you know the big cities, Pittsburgh uh, and, and and Philadelphia. You know, there are a lot of things that are going on there. Pittsburgh with robotics and 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 all the different industries related to uh, uh, to the university, CMU, Pitt, and and, and others, and Philadelphia uh, with uh, the things that are happening uh, with respect to uh, um, uh, you know genetics and uh, life sciences. I mean, they're really exploding. But there are things that are happening in the Lehigh Valley. There are things that are happening in Central Pennsylvania uh, from a warehouse and distribution perspective you know, as being uh, really one of the places in the country where that activity is really booming along I-81 corridor and, and, and 83. And then you look at a place like Erie, you know, which uh, to me is one of the great success stories of, of, of Pennsylvania uh, and what they've done uh, to really take advantage of their, their incredible waterfront, but also connect that to their downtown and all the development that, that, that they're doing there I mean, a couple of years ago, uh, you know, Erie Insurance brought in 1,200 new employees. And think about that to a, to a, a you know a third class, but a smaller city like Erie. That is that's a game changer. So there are great things that are happening all throughout the the state, uh, but certainly each of the areas also uh, there there are more things that can be done, uh, you know, to, to to help them out. So when you're talking to companies that are looking to whether it's an expansion of an existing or a new company moving into the state, what are they looking for? What are some of the questions that you get about um, development in Pennsylvania? Well, it, 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 it's, it's interesting, Bill, because a lot of people think that, you know, incentives are like the number one driver uh, or even the tax situation is the number one driver. They're, they're important. Tax is probably more than it's actually more than incentives. But the number one thing that companies look for uh, are, are, are uh, employees, you know, and, and properly trained employees. So to have a workforce that, that, that is ready uh, and able to take uh, on the jobs that you want to you want to bring there. So when you're working with site selectors and again, you know, I, I'm on the other side now. But when I was on you know, the, the side of the state working with site selectors, the first question that always came up was, OK, you know, this X company wants to have. 500 new uh, uh, jobs, 250 technicians, 250 engineers, as an example. 
Um, can they get them here? Can they get them here? Can they get them in these various regions? Absolutely, incredibly important uh, that they can do that. So, so from the standpoint of Pennsylvania, the fact that you know we have these 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 great institutions, we have you know an abundance of of uh, not only uh, four year schools but even two year programs. Uh, you know, we can always, uh, for the most part, accommodate what they're what they're looking for. That's the number one thing they look for. The other thing is, you know, uh, and, and and you guys were were great partners with uh, with us at the state. You know, on a tax situation, reducing the corporate income tax. You know, there there there's there. It, it, it's kind of unfair just to look at that. Uh, you know, as a driver of where investment goes, but it's an important thing to really even get on the uh, on the list. For companies to want to locate there, you know, and and there's a great um, there's a lot of great information about this, but but really it comes down to you know what does a company pay, uh, you know to 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 locate in a particular location, and and again corporate income tax not always the fairest way to look at it because you have uh, states that don't have any corporate income tax, but they have other taxes that kind of kind of make up for it, and the best way to look at it is really you know there's an effective tax rate. Uh, that uh, each state has. Pennsylvania has always been a, a pr- probably in the middle, maybe towards you know the top uh, third or so, uh, and that's really like uh, an accumulation of all the taxes within uh, the, the state, uh, and then they come up with this you know uh, 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 equation that that brings out this this effective tax rate. And it's usually hovered around four point five percent. That is going to go down, and that's going to put us in a great position uh, to, uh, to really uh, be in probably the top 10, top 15 of the states from that perspective. So when you look at uh, uh, the, the, the tax rate, the effective tax rate, when you look at the amount of talent that we have here in Pennsylvania, and then you also look at things like uh, cost of living. Uh, so what you know, uh, 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 employees and even employees that are coming to Pennsylvania, what they will look at paying for uh, you know, their uh, uh, places to live, uh, paying for uh, a variety of other things as opposed to other regions. We stack up really, really well. Uh, the corporate net income tax was probably uh, one of the biggest things, though, to even get us on the list uh, when companies are looking at uh, locations. Yeah, we were certainly excited to not only get that reduction in the corporate net income tax schedule for the next decade, where we'll have all things equal, the lowest CNI rate in the Northeast, but it was done in a bipartisan manner, which we would hope yep. gives assurance that it's going to survive potential changes in administrations and legislatures, but also give us something to build on regardless of which party's in control. And we were certainly happy to see both candidates for governor talk about continuing that, if not accelerating it. And we look forward to building on that. But I mean, you touched on some good points there, Dennis, that when the state gets scored by things like Site Selection Magazine and these other rankings. It's not just tax climate, it's quality of workforce, cost of living, access to capital. So you touched on some of the high points there, but if we want to build on that tax reform and keep climbing the rankings, I think Site Selection had us like 16th this year, which is a pretty big jump for the state. If we want to catch up to the Georgias and Texas and Floridas of the world that are always seem to be ahead of us at the top of those lists, what else do we need to need to maybe do a little bit better of a job at? Yeah, well, I, I think I think one of the things that we absolutely need to do is to continue to work at it. And and, and you look at things like uh, permitting, 
uh, you know, and, and permitting reform. Uh, businesses want certainty. They want to know what their tax structure is. They want it to be low, obviously, but they want to know what it is. But they also want to know, they want to have some certainty with respect to permitting. You know, so we have to do a better job of, of you know, there's, again, Kevin, you mentioned bipartisan support. And, and a lot of people, you know, look at uh, what happens uh, certainly around the state of Pennsylvania and think that those guys will never agree on anything in Harrisburg. You know, and, and I've been there seven years and there are a lot of good people in the legislature and they all work really hard for their, their constituents. They work hard for their uh, their regions. Uh, sometimes it gets a little crazy when politics gets involved, but, you know, they, they've come together on significant issues like that, like education and a variety of other things. So but there, there are other th- we, we really need to work on that. I think the permitting reform absolutely has to has to uh, be worked on. In, in, in particular, you know, with respect to 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 the Pittsburgh region, uh, and uh, the other re- regions, you know, have issues related to this, but Pittsburgh really does because of our topography. You know, we need to have uh, uh, increased funding in a variety of different programs. One of which is a program called Business in Our Sites, which actually is utilized. It's gr- there are grants and loans that are utilized uh, to prepare sites for development. You know, we have a lot of sites here, but. When you look at what happened in Ohio uh, with um, uh, the chip manufacturer with Intel, you know one of the issues uh, that that we had here, and, and you know certainly they would have looked at the Western Pennsylvania, uh, but we think that the corporate and income tax, the high corporate and income tax, really didn't even provide us an opportunity to get on the list. But the other thing is the fact that we don't have those mega sites. We don't have large sites for those types of activity. Uh, we have everything else. We have, we have, like I said, the workforce and 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 and, and uh, you know the, uh, other things like that. But we need to do a better job preparing those sites. You know, we we provided that again more in Western Pennsylvania than any other place since you know I think it was the Rendell administration when that first came out. Uh, that you know we need to put more money towards that and utilize that in a big way. Again, Western Pennsylvania, you look at areas like um, uh, Greater Pittsburgh Airport. Uh, there are thousands and thousands of acres out there that could utilize. There, it's right on a highway now. There's additional highway being built around there, and we need to take advantage of that. So prepare other sites for development uh, along there. So those those are the big things I think uh, from uh, from our perspective here. Sure. Now you mentioned Ohio. When we talk to folks in this space, we hear a lot about an organization called Jobs Ohio. It's somebody that's doing a, a really uh, great job on recruitment and retention of business. What is what is Jobs Ohio? What do they do well? What could maybe we learn from them, from our neighbors to our west? Yeah, I, I think they do a good job. I know uh, a lot of the folks that are there, and they do a, a great job. And uh, you know, we we've lost some projects to them. We've beaten them in a couple of situations. Uh, but but what they have the ability to do, they're they're a, a public private organization, so they 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 have a little bit more. Um, I don't know about autonomy, but they have, they're a little bit more flexible than uh, a public organization like, you know, our organization, Department of Community and Economic Development, our governor's action team. You know, they have the ability to do some other things uh, besides that. They, if I, if I remember correctly, and, and Kevin, you may know this, but I think they were funded by, uh, initially by a, a, a large allotment of funding through the sale of their, um, uh, of their liquor uh, licensing uh, program in Ohio. Uh, I believe that's where uh, initially they were they were uh, uh, you know uh, funded. 
Uh, and that, that again, in, in, in Pennsylvania, I would wholeheartedly support that. And again, not because the folks in Pennsylvania are, are not doing a good enough job, but to have the ability to get you know, uh, the private sector more actively involved in these things and, and, and understanding what the needs are and to be a little bit more uh, you know, fluid in terms of what they can do. I, you know, I, I, think, I think Pennsylvania, uh, not sure it'll ever get there, to be honest with you, but I think Pennsylvania uh, would certainly do, uh, do well to have uh, an organization like that. That being said, you know, I, I, again, and I'm, I'm biased because you know, I work there and I work with some of these folks, but we have some of the best professionals uh, in the country that are doing this type of work, that are trying to bring businesses in here, working really hard uh, to do that. Uh, and, and one of the things that, uh, the other thing that we need to do, and, and, and I think need to do a little bit better, uh, and, and this points to the legislature, is really to provide the resources that they need to be able to, to compete with a Jobs Ohio, to be able to compete uh, with a New Jersey, uh, a New York, uh, a Maryland, and, and then, you know, to compete with a Virginia, a Georgia, and some of those other, some of the other states. Um, you know, I said, so I think we need the resources to be able to do that. I, 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 I think and I hope that the next administration uh, is going to look at that and, and try to revamp that to provide those additional resources. Unfortunately, we weren't successful in getting the, uh, you know, the legislature to do that. But again, and, and you know, I'm, I'm not blaming anybody. It's just that there are a lot of issues and, and, and things that we need to take a look at. But from my standpoint, I think, you know, develop, building out the economy, being able to do a number of things uh, that we could do uh, if we were better funded would really bode well for all of Pennsylvania. You talk a lot about some of the great assets that Pennsylvania has, whether it's uh, workforce or uh, our geography, uh, the updated CNI rates, uh, which will continue to drop. Uh, one of the things that we hear a lot, particularly in the rural areas um, and, and in some inner cities as well, is the issue of broadband access. Uh, can you talk a little bit about um, that as a component of development and, uh, and what companies are looking for in terms of that asset? Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's not, you know, the, the reason it's gotten so much attention is because it's not just, you know, business based and it's not just, you know, what, what do companies have access to, but, you know, uh, education. So so mothers taking their kids to the to nearby McDonald's to be able to do their homework uh, because they all have iPads and, and they don't have access. You know, that that's crazy when you look at public safety issues because they don't have connectivity uh, in some of these areas. It's it, it, it's bad, you know, and then when you throw on top of that, the fact that businesses are never going to go to someplace. And, and frankly, young people that would work with those businesses are never going to go to someplace where they can't be connected. Uh, so it's hugely built to, to exactly what you said. It's hugely important, uh, you know, to, uh, to a number of these areas, especially the rural areas in Pennsylvania. Uh, to that end, um, you know, a, a couple of years ago, uh, it really came to a head uh, in the legislature. And uh, we formed the uh, Broadband Authority. Uh, being run out of, out of my shop, out of the Department of Community and Economic Development, former shop, uh, run out of the uh, Department of Community and Economic Development, charged with uh, bringing in the resources that the feds were putting up uh, to provide that. And I think there was just an article in uh, the, one of the, the local newspapers about uh, money that was coming in right now uh, that'll actually uh, go to be dispersed to some of these areas that really need it the most. And, and it's not just the, it, it's, it's the areas uh, they don't just need 
access, but they need the correct access. You know, they need the speeds that really make sense uh, for these areas. So I think that's also going to open up a lot of opportunities uh, for a variety of different things and a variety of different businesses that now can look at other areas that they may not have looked at before. Sure. And I actually have the honor of uh, co-chairing that authority's outreach and education subcommittee along with organized labor to not only get the word out to these underserved communities about the funding there, but bring back to folks in government, as you know, having worked at DCED, you have all these grant loan incentive programs and the challenges helping people that might benefit from them understand that they're even there. And how do you do that in a connected age on broadband where parts of the state might not even have it? Can't just put it on a, on a website and hopefully stumble onto it. So, yeah, we're excited to have that two-way dialogue. Um, so in that spirit, in terms of, you know, having communications, uh, we have an incoming administration, Governor-elect Shapiro. And let's say instead of it's Governor-elect Shapiro, it's Governor-elect Dennis Davin. What's, what's on the top of your agenda uh, to make Pennsylvania a better place? Where would you spend that first 100 days? Right. I would resign immediately, you know, and let somebody else that, that really knows what they're doing. Uh, do no, I... Um, you know, it, it, it's interesting. And, and I think one of the things, and I, I've, I've had the uh, opportunity and the pleasure of knowing uh, the uh, governor-elect for a number of years. Uh, we were actually, I got to know him on a transition team uh, for Governor Wolf back in 2014, uh, 14 or 15. And, you know, having had the opportunity to talk to him, uh, to have worked with him as, as an attorney general, you know, I think that uh, uh, he is going to, really hit the ground running and wants to hit the ground running. You know, sees what the opportunities are that we have here in Pennsylvania. Uh, I believe that he's, you know, I, I hope, but I do believe that he's going to be very, very active in this space. Uh, not that Governor Wolf wasn't active, but, you know, he'll just have a different style about him. Uh, Governor-elect um, Governor uh, Shapiro will have a different style uh, about him. You know, the thing that, that needs to happen is uh, the, the legislature, he needs to work very, very closely with the legislature to provide the appropriate resources that are absolutely necessary. You know, we think that through the last few, uh, few years, uh, education has, has seen, you know, increases to, to a great degree. That is awesome. We also need to provide funding now, uh, more funding to the community colleges, the career and technical centers, because we need those types of, of um, uh, talented uh, individuals uh, uh, too, you know, to be technicians, to, to do uh, even a variety of other types of uh, jobs that, that are absolutely critical. Uh, and then career and technical centers. You know, one of the things that we did is we, we uh, tried to put a lot of the redevelopment assistance capital program funding into career and technical centers, but it needs a, a, a huge uh, uh, amount of funding to really, uh, you know, uh, fund, uh, make sure that they are properly uh, uh, funded and 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 so they have the ability and, and the resources to be able to, to run, that would be another thing that would be uh, that would be done. And then I would meet immediately with all of the site selectors, the people that do this on a day to day basis around the country and some of the some of the places that we really need to to look at: New York, Chicago, uh, uh, Atlanta. Uh, other places, uh, certainly in, in Texas, 
uh, because of everything that's happening with respect to the energy industry, uh, not only in southwestern Pennsylvania, but all throughout Pennsylvania, to be able to connect with them and to say, here's my phone number. You let me know if there are any issues, if, you're, if there are any uh, uh, major opportunities for us, and we will be right there. Uh, so to, to, to really look at it, um, you know, from the standpoint of, of being, being aggressive, uh, you know, uh, and going after these, uh, these opportunities. I, uh, honestly, I, again, I, I, I think you're going to get that with, uh, with Governor-elect Shapiro. Well, I was going to say, sign me up for the Davin for Governor campaign. So, yeah, yeah. it'll cost <laughs> you a lot, a lot of money. No, I don't know. Just yeah. kidding. And I know you're excited about where you're at and, you know, we really appreciate you taking some time with us. Uh, we're excited that uh, JLL is a member, that we get to continue working with you, having, you know, worked with you in, in all your roles uh, uh, throughout your career. So that's something that we're excited about and um, just appreciate the partnership uh, and your expertise in these areas. Great. Thanks, Bill. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about this. Thank you, Dennis. Appreciate the conversation. Thank you for listening to the All Business Podcast from the Pennsylvania Chamber. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. With almost 10,000 member organizations, the Pennsylvania Chamber advocates for job creation and greater prosperity across the Commonwealth. Visit our website at pachamber.org to learn more about us, our members, and how to become part of the statewide voice of business. We'll see you next time.